0: Need an extra hand with dinner? Just ask your connected home device to fill your pasta pot, and Delta Faucet Voice IQ technology will fill it with the perfect amount of water. Visit deltafaucet.com slash voiceiq to discover more.
1: The Russia hoax failed them. Obstruction failed them. Even Stormy failed them. But now the left hopes to defeat Trump with tales of children separated from their mothers. Let's take a look at their latest gambit. Another deep state attempt to frame the Trump campaign has come to light with yet another FBI informant offering to collude. And the administration is responding to retaliatory tariffs by China by doubling down, going from $50 billion to $200 billion in tariffs on Chinese imports. With these stories and more from a nationalist perspective, I'm Jim Dawes, and this is America First Radio's Daily Brief. And thank you for joining America First Radio. This conversation never ends. You can follow us on Twitter at AmFirstRadio and friend us on Facebook at America First Radio with Jim Dawes. Then you can share it with your friends, weigh in on the conversation, and you'll all get early notifications as soon as these shows are posted. America First Radio is proudly carried on the Talk America Radio Network, the new dominant force in conservative talk radio, where you can listen to their live feed 24-7 at talkamericaradio.us. And America First Radio is broadcast each weeknight At 11 p.m. Eastern on Talk America Affiliates in Florida and Georgia. And if you miss a broadcast, you can always listen on demand on your favorite podcast directory, including TuneIn, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube. Or at our website at AmericaFirstRadio.com. Well, we are going to have to start ignoring these leftists. Uh, They uh, are more concerned with defeating Trump than actually making any progress and they will at this point grab on to any sort of um issue that they can to preen and declare moral outrage and you can talk to them till you're blue in the face you will never change their minds they are impervious to facts or reality and this uh this childhood uh, migrant separation has given um, given them the opportunity or they've taken the opportunity to really uh, put um, the weak, need Republican congressmen and senators on the defensive, and have got them on the run uh, because uh, it is a powerful, um, a, a powerful bludgeon that they're using, uh, accusing Republicans of being these cold-hearted people who want to separate uh, babies from their mommies, and uh, and you know uh, they have the luxury of having a, a an opposition media that's totally in the tank. For the Democrats, and so you know, we're treated to the just a constant barrage of um, heart rending stories of uh, migrant children separated uh, from their parents without any context or any um, explanation that this is what happens to tens of thousands of American citizens across this country every year. If you're arrested, uh, you don't get to take your children to jail with you. You will be separated. And uh, it occurred to me this morning that uh, Christian Saucier, the guy that uh, was the U.S. Navy sailor uh, that was <clears throat> convicted of um, violations of the Espionage Act, got separated from his children for doing the exact same thing that Hillary Clinton was uh, exonerated by James Comey for doing <clears throat> and the left are now using uh, these children that are flooding the country uh, because they have learned of this uh, this ruling out of the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals this uh, it's not even a ruling it's a consent decree uh, that are saying that you cannot not uh, you can no longer keep these family units together in detention facilities uh, that you have uh, to when you arrest, the parents, you have to separate them from children, uh, their children after 20 days. The solution uh, for the Obama administration, who, by the way, agreed to this disastrous consent decree out of the Ninth Circuit, uh, was just to uh, uh, let them all in. Come one, come all. If you have children, uh, then you were released into the interior of the country. And that caused an absolute flood of the border, um uh, with children from Central America. Now, most of these children, the vast majority of them, by the way, showed up without any parents at all. So, uh, the American people are supposed to feel, uh, um, just terrible about themselves that they're having to separate these children of these illegal aliens that uh, are arrested at the border. Uh, But none of these leftists ever points out that 90% of these children that are showing up at the border don't have any parents at all. And a great many of them that are showing up with adults, these adults are not their parents. They're smugglers or people who have um, kidnapped these children or are using them in order to gain access to the country. But as I said, this is a uh, powerful political tool for the left because most people that are not that deep into politics are not going to take the time to think about this critically. And they are certainly not going to be, uh, led to think about it deeply, uh, by the opposition media who is basically just using the emotion of this issue to defeat Trump and for open borders. And they did the same, um, the same gambit in Europe. You know they used these uh, the pictures of these uh, these children that had drowned trying to go from uh, Turkey to uh, one of these um, uh, Greek islands off the coast of Turkey. Now the the parent was perfectly safe and even had a job in Turkey uh, when he put his his infant child on this rickety raft uh, trying to go. I think it was like 4 miles off the coast, or 12 miles off the coast of Greece to this, uh, or coast of Turkey to this Greek island um, when this child drowned. But uh, they used uh, the, the pictures of this drowned child to convince the uh, European leaders to throw open their borders, and it precipitated a huge migration crisis where millions of uh, people came from Turkey, or came through Turkey into Europe and has now caused a absolute disaster in the Western European countries as they are having to pay uh, billions of euros and uh, have an uh, a extremely degraded quality of life because their, uh, their leaders wanted to virtue signal on this issue. And, and the left in the United States wants to use this migrant crisis down on the border. For, to do the exact same thing. They want to use these children in order to pry open the borders of the United States and the Trump uh, and the Trump administration is absolutely right to install this zero tolerance policy that says if you uh, are arrested for crossing the border illegally, you will be prosecuted and you will be held in detention until you are prosecuted. And if you bring children over the border, uh, they are not able to go to jail with you. Just like every other American citizen across this country, they're not allowed to take their children to jail with them. But the Dems are are really outraged because this policy is in fact working, and I I kind of thought that by now, because of uh, the rise of social media and uh, and really people being able to uh, you know get their thoughts out and second guess the opposition media that. Uh, people would see through this and realize that you know uh, these migrants are being treated no better or no worse than American citizens who uh, are arrested and not allowed to take their their children to jail. And they're they're in fact these, these children are being treated uh, better than they would have back home. They're giving uh, 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 given food, education, and recreation opportunities. And they're being treated much better than a lot of poor American uh, children are as well. Each one of these uh, these kids that these these migrants bring with them costs the American taxpayers thirty five thousand dollars a year. And oh by the way, they're being uh, they're being treated. These migrants are the same way that American military personnel that are sent overseas to fight these uh, worthless uh, wars are treated when they're separated from their children. But the left is treating us uh, to these images of crying babies. Uh, You know, uh, they've got this video or this audio tape going around of uh, you know these screaming, crying babies in these uh, these uh, centers where they're keeping them. I would invite them to go down to my local Walmart. You can go in there and hear babies crying sound like they're having their toenails pulled out by pliers. That's what babies do as they cry. But more than anything else, I would argue that this whole mess down on the border is validating uh, the president's call for a wall. If you don't want to separate families that are entering the country illegally, build a wall with doors at ports of entry. we got to run out to a break. We'll be right back after these messages on America First Radio.
0: This is Michelle Malkin from CRTV.com, and you're listening to Talk America Radio, the new dominant force in conservative talk radio.
1: so the russia hoax has failed them the charges of obstruction for firing crooked james comey has failed them even uh michael abinetti and uh, stormy daniels uh have failed them failed to dislodge trump or um erode his base of support he has the highest approval ratings uh in his presidency approaching 50 percent in the the Republican Party is looking uh, to be on track to have minimal, if any, losses during these upcoming midterm elections. And so uh, the left uh, has, they think, finally found their issue that uh, is going to short circuit any rational discussion, go, go straight to what they do best. And that is, uh, you know, find an emotional issue that will obscure um, facts or reason. And now they are using this border crisis to declare uh, people who are trying to deal with this, uh, this mess that they themselves created as Nazis. And, and they're, uh, they're vilifying the Border Patrol agents that are trying to deal with this, uh, this mess of legislation and, um, and court consent decrees that they have inherited. And, uh, and of course, Thomas Holman, the, the current director for ICE is pushing back um here is uh thomas holman uh talking about uh these attacks on the border patrol agents
2: so we're about to speak to the parent of one of those children uh killed in the way you described did you notice cable news anchors or democratic politicians swooping in to comfort those families when their kids were killed
3: no i didn't you know i i, I, I The media the last few days, I've been incensed by the the purposeful, the intentional misleading of the American people by politicians. And they say that the Trump administration wants to use these children as political pawns the Trump administration isn't down there having political uh, uh, sideshows with these children and talking about this issue. The Trump administration wants Congress to fix this, and, and Congress has the authority to fix it. But what we—what no one's talking about, it's the underlying reason for this whole argument. Are these families really escaping fear and persecution? The immigration court has said in the last year and a half, over 80% of these claims are frivolous. So first of all, we got to attack the very foundation that they're arguing these people are coming to this country. These parents themselves are using these children as pawns to gain entry to the United States knowing that we can't detain them. And as far as the separation of families are concerned, you have to put the blame on the parents. They are choosing to enter between the ports of entry. They know they will be separated, but they want to blame the government when we were forced to do that. So let's put the blame where it lies, not on the fine men and women of the border patrol and ICE. We're enforcing the law.
1: Let's be quite clear. What the Democrats and the leftists want is they want the the border to go away. They want to... um import all of uh, Central America, if necessary, in order to um, return, you know, a, a Democrat um, Congress presidency and, uh, and you know, make more states just like what we see in California. Here's Elizabeth Warren, Warren saying uh, all you have to do basically is let him in. All he has to do
4: is pick up. And say, stop taking babies away from their mothers. That is entirely within the power of the president of the United States. And if he's not willing to do that, then he needs to own it because it's on
1: him. And what she's saying is stop taking babies away from their mothers. Let them in because the courts have already said that you can't house uh, the, the children in the jails where their arrested parents are. So the only other option is basically just to let them in. And that's what the Democrats and Elizabeth Warren want. And the press is doing exactly what it did in Europe to encourage this um, vast wave of migration. They're focusing on the children. And, uh, in, the, uh, in Europe, it was the Syrian toddler uh, that drowned when his, uh, his father irresponsibly put him on a rickety raft to try to go 12 miles he was perfectly safe where he was. He was under no threat of violence. In fact, he had a job and, uh, and was, uh, you know, proceeding with life. They had no legal ground to stand on by saying that they, uh, they were entitled to go to Europe. But uh, in, in that case, just as this one, emotionalism outweighed rational immigration laws that are in the end— really far more humane than what the Democrats are proposing. Everyone, uh, you know, has children's best interests at heart. But when you, you look past what the leftists are proposing, they, their policy will, in fact, in the end, be far more inhumane to the children than, um, than strict enforcement. So we've got really two choices when it comes to border security and and interior enforcement. They can continue sending the message to the uh, the people in Central America that when you come here with children, you are home free. You will be uh, uh, waved into the country. This will continue to fuel a huge migrant crisis on the border. There will be uh, uh, the drug cartels will use that to bring more drugs in. The gangs will use the uh, use the opportunity to uh, to bring as many MS-13 uh, gang members up from Central America as they can. Sex traffickers and um, and criminal cartels will uh, will be encouraged to use children, kidnap children in many cases to gain admission, or. We could really uh finally deter this behavior by announcing that exactly what the Trump administration has basically done, an end to this catch and release policy, that everybody is going to be uh that, that shows up at the border is going to be arrested if they try to cross illegally. So if the left were really concerned about these children, they would be for strict enforcement. But the truth of the matter is they're not. They're using this for two reasons. They're using it to vilify Trump because he's trying to be the adult in the room, and they're trying to use it to pry open the American border so that they can turn the whole country into their, um, their utopia of what you see, basically, in California. Here's Dan Stein with uh, uh, the Center for Immigration Reform. Uh, maybe he can explain it better than I just did.
2: Oh. Neil, it's kind of interesting because all the people criticizing the Trump administration's policy actually don't have any kind of real alternative. I mean, if you want to protect children from smugglers, from traffickers, if you want to protect them from predations and crossing illegally from Mexico at the hands of people who orchestrate the trafficking operations, you will support the Trump administration's approach. Because in the end it will have a deterrent effect. And so over time, maybe by the fall, the crossings will come down to a trickle. Now, Neil, through most of my lifetime, most of yours, those crossing the border have been young men looking for agriculture work and other things. Why suddenly now do we see in the last 10 years whole families coming in? It's because of a Flores settlement the ACLU did with the Clinton administration and then the 2008 uh, Wilberforce Trafficking Act together, which have mandated the release of, m- of minors and children, and then people who make asylum claims with family members. That's been now exploited by traffickers and smugglers. So, if you if you really understand the Trump administration's strategy, it's about protecting the children, making sure that they're actually coming across with people who are truly their parents yeah, but and you not don't some, think some of this
4: And you might be right about that, Dan. In fact, you know this stuff inside now. But you don't think some of it might be just sort of like, sort of a, a- tough medicine here, uh, this is what will happen when you get to the border. Well, that's what you deterrence is all about.
2: about. I mean, the whole point of uh, some point of this is, of course, is deterrence. And you, look, what are the, you have four choices. Let everybody just run across the border. And that's what they've been doing by making the credible fear claim. Return the parents and keep the children here. Well, that's not acceptable. Deport the entire family after some procedural process, well, that takes some time. And if you don't have the detention space, then you release them and you're back where you started. Or you can just um, let them, uh, let, or you can detain them during the pendency of the entire proceedings. That can take some time. The backlogs, the resources available at immigration courts, everything, the reason why you have to have true reform, not so much the Ryan Amnesty bill they're talking about in the House, but real reform is that all elements of the immigration system get fixed at the same time, so the disincentives are finally shut off, you close the loopholes and then maybe you can talk about some kind of daca benefit program and that's what we'd like to see take some of the proportions of the good bill pass those and then maybe you know next year you can talk about something with the daca folks
1: so none of this is new absolutely none of it's new it's been going on for years and years it was going on for years and years before donald trump ever came into office the left had absolutely no interest in it but suddenly with the release of the internal uh the inspector general's report showing that in fact the FBI uh was in the tank for Hillary Clinton and uh and were extremely biased against the Trump campaign when they started this whole Russia collusion hoax then they dusted off this uh this border crisis that as I say has been going on literally for decades since 2000 I think the Flores uh, consent decree he said it was uh, under the clinton administration that's that's way back uh in the uh the late 90s and um uh, in early 2000s and that's caused this uh, this huge crisis with children at the border and trump's trying to clean up the mess and the left is doing what the left does standing on the sideline throwing rocks trying to prevent any progress from happening And just uh, moral preening and virtue signaling, calling people Nazis. And I'm just hoping that at some point uh, that they may have started this uh, way too soon and that the American people's consciousness catches up with this issue prior to the 2018 midterm elections and that uh, there is some righteous indignation that once again the Democrats— and these cultural Marxists have tried to uh, bamboozle the American public with, uh, with a yet another bogus issue. If you leave it up to the politicians, the politicians will run and hide every time. And the fact that, um, that Laura Bush and, uh, and the rest of these globalist first ladies come out uh, and talk against this, this is just an opportunity for them to declare you know uh, their moral superiority and get some positive press coverage as well meantime you know they they have secret service protection they live behind gates and they don't uh, they don't have to deal with the consequences of what their husbands created when we come back we'll hear uh the solution that's being proposed to all this by ted cruz right after these messages on america first radio
5: Donna Fiducia. And I'm Don Newen from Cowboy Logic Radio.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to one of our favorite radio shows, America First Radio, with our friend Jim Dawes.
5: That's right, Donna. We consider America First Radio appointment radio.
3: America First Radio with Jim Dawes, weeknights.
5: Right here on Talk America Radio, found at talkamericaradio.us.
1: There's no question you need omega 3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra pure fish oil and joint soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days we're so sure krill omega 50 plus will work for you we'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test the debate is over it's not fish oil or krill oil it's both and now it's free just pay 4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle call now
0: 800-831-6657 800-831-6657 that's 800-831-6657
5: You've been reading a lot about the illegal immigration crisis on our southern border. It's been going on for many, many decades and many years, and it has its ups and its downs, and all we need is good legislation, and we can have it taken care of. And we have to get the Democrats to go ahead and uh, work with us, because as a result of Democrat-supported loopholes in our federal laws, Most illegal immigrant families and minors from Central America who arrive unlawfully at the border cannot be detained together or removed together, only released. These are crippling loopholes that cause family separation, which we don't want. As a result of these loopholes, roughly half a million illegal immigrant family units and minors from Central America have been released into the United States since 2014 at unbelievably great taxpayer expense. Nobody knows how much we're paying for this monstrosity that's been created over the years, legislation that nobody has any idea what they're doing. They don't even know what it means. And you have to see this. It's a mile high. Child smugglers exploit the loopholes, and they gain illegal entry into the United States, putting countless children in danger on the perilous trek to the United States.
1: So the, per- the president has absolutely appealed for legislation to do something about this. What he wants is legislation that will overturn the Flores consent decree and allow him to keep these families together while they're processed, for deportation because that's if you cross the border illegally you're going to be deported they can they can claim asylum which will extend the process but as uh, thomas holman the director of ice mentioned uh, the vast vast majority of these asylum claims are uh, deemed to be frivolous but the sad part is the republicans are not going to um really step up here and and you know you can't count on them uh, to stay strong and, and resist this catch-and-release policy that the Democrats want. The majority of them aren't going to agree to catch-and-release, but uh, all you have to do is have enough of them to fold under the pressure of these um, uh, these emotional blackmail, and, uh, and you'll have catch-and-release, and the border will collapse, and we will become a, a nation that uh, mirrors what's going on in California. The Democrats are not going to agree to anything uh, that uh, that solves the problem. That they're not going to agree to the wall, which would be the simplest solution. Uh, but now Ted Cruz has come up with um, emergency legislation. He characterized it. He's introduced it today, and uh, it looks pretty good. I, I got to tell you, it it doesn't uh, doesn't fund the wall. It doesn't deal with DACA, but it uh, it solves this problem of uh, family separations down on the border. Now, if the Democrats really want to uh, address the issue instead of just using these children in order to pry open the borders of the United States, uh, then they would agree to this. The legislation would double the number of immigration judges uh, from roughly the 375 we have now to about three uh, 750. It would uh, build new... Temporary shelters to house the families together. That could easily be done with the current facilities that are in place. You just uh, allow the parents to stay there as well. You, um, you require, you mandate that the families have to be kept together if you can, in fact, confirm that they are families. And if they're going to do that, they have to show up at the border with some sort of ID. If somebody shows up with a a minor child, they're putting these Border Patrol agents in the uh, untenable position of allowing them to keep these children with no proof, in fact, that they are their children. Young children that can't really speak for themselves. But the beauty of uh, Ted Cruz's um, proposal is that it would expedite the process and review Of these asylum claims get them done within 14 days with the increased number of federal judges those who meet a legal standard for asylum get to stay and those that uh, do not will be immediately returned to their home countries that will act as a huge disincentive for these people to spend this five to ten thousand dollars for these people these smugglers to take them across Mexico and uh and relieve the burden that exists down there right now. Now this the beauty of this bill is that it focuses on this problem. It bans this family separation, but it expedites the removal. So if all parties are inv- involved are operating uh in good faith, they'll pass this bill. I believe the president will sign it it will stop family separations it will remove the incentive to uh to embark on this terrible uh trip where you're taking these children uh and putting them on a very dangerous uh journey and it will secure uh help secure our border it will in the end it'll cost some money up front but in the end it will save countless amounts of money uh because um each one of these kids that are presenting themselves at the border will uh, will cost the American taxpayers thirty five thousand dollars, and then uh, we can try to um, uh, deal with these DACA kids that are already here and get the wall built. Well, uh, yet another. Moving on now, yet another uh, deep state, CIA or FBI or both attempt uh, to frame the Trump campaign has come to light. Um, this, uh, the story of, uh, yet another, uh, attempted frame up, frame up by dangling, um, you know, uh, information on Hillary Clinton by a Russian has come to light. Roger Stone revealed that, uh, that a, uh, a contact in May of 2016 with a Russian that he didn't know was a Russian that was using an, an alias, Henry Greenberg, doesn't sound like a Russian name to me. Uh, but this guy uh, approached uh, Michael Caputo, who was the communications director. Michael Caputo uh, told him to uh, meet with Roger Stone. Roger Stone met with him for 20 minutes, found out that he was offering dirt on Hillary Clinton in exchange for for a uh, a payment of two million dollars, Roger Stone sent him packing. But lo and behold, we now learn that this guy is in fact a uh, a Russian citizen who had worked as an FBI informant for seventeen years, and and was um, it appears to me quite clearly another yet another of these attempts to frame. Donald Trump. So, so let's see. So far we have Felix Sater, a longtime CIA, FBI operative that contacted uh, Michael Cohen back in November of 2015, offering uh, you know the, the prospect of a Trump Tower in Moscow and uh, a, a partnership with Vladimir Putin that Sater had no ability uh, to, in fact, deliver on. He was rebuffed. You have this guy, uh, Joseph Mifsud, who they try to characterize as uh, being somehow connected with Russia, that was a a Maltese uh, professor that worked with MI6 who uh, lured Papadopoulos into planting information on him uh, that somehow Russia had dirt on Hillary. Then they sent uh, Stephen Halper, the CIA did, (laughs) to collect that information so that they could then start a criminal counterintelligence uh, or a criminal or or a counterintelligence investigation on on Papadopoulos. He had Clifford's uh, uh, Christopher Steele running around paying off Russian sources to make up um, bogus information against Donald Trump. And now you've got Henry Greenberg, this was a deep state operation, once again, to try to take down the Trump campaign, plain and simple. So I'm gonna play you a clip here. This is Michael Caputo. Um, I think this was uh, when he first started to realize uh, that this was yet another uh, attempt to, uh, to dangle information and frame somebody in the Trump campaign.
4: Well, I've discussed publicly uh, for the last couple of days a, uh, an early May uh, approach to me by a former government contractor in the national security arena who through an intermediary uh, tried to get uh, uh, to me and tell me that the NSA had Hillary Clinton's emails and that we could get a hold of them if we wanted them and this this conversation continued for a couple of weeks and I eventually told him I had no interest because I thought they would be classified material and, as a form veteran who held a top secret
1: clearance i knew that was from peril out to a I break right back after these messages on america first radio
0: hi this is dr kelly ward from the great state of arizona and you're listening to talk america radio the new dominant force in conservative talk radio Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer. And again, airfare. What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait,
4: what's this? Low cost airlines.
1: With one call to low cost airlines, you'll drastically slash your travel costs. We're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations. Where would you like to go? London? Rome? Costa Rica, Australia. Wow, that's cheap. So why wait? Call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the US or international. Our prices are so low, we can't publish them. The only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airline travel. It's that easy. So call now and start packing.
0: 800-218-4909. 800-218-4909. 800-218-4909. Again, that's 800
4: There's another approach to me that was done in late May, or uh, the last half of May, by somebody who I believe was organized by the investigators. I can't talk about it on television because I think, you know, the Mueller team wanted to talk about it a lot, so much that I think they sounded like the authors of it. I want to talk about that with the uh, DOJ Office of Inspector General. Now that I know that they're responding to the President positively and they're looking into these dangles in front of the the Trump campaign, I want to talk about both of them. The one I talked about in public, the former uh, National Security uh, a government contractor who came to me uh, through an intermediary in the uh, first week of May, and this other uh, approach that happened in the last half of May. I, I, My attorney is writing a letter to the Office of, inter- of the Inspector yep. General asking to be invited to, 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 to testify on this.
1: So this uh, first Inspector General's report, it touched on some areas involving this uh, Russia hoax investigation that was initiated by... Uh, The um, Peter Strzok of the text message, we will stop Trump. Uh, But apparently there is a whole operation that went on here that we're just really scratching the surface of. I think it was probably initiated by um, uh, um, John Brennan at the CIA with his so-called task force that was meeting in CIA headquarters uh you know it, it appears that uh, before this is all over with we'll learn that this was a full court press somebody is really needed needs to go to jail for what happened here this was a, an attempt uh by the law enforcement and intelligence agencies in this country to interfere uh to basically subvert uh the political system this is as close that I'm aware of that we have come in our nation's history to actually um, having our Constitution overthrown. And it was done, as most uh, most of these things happen, from within. Most countries don't fall from external forces. Uh, they fall from within. So uh, Michael Caputo raised the prospect of a second approach uh, by this guy, Henry Greenberg, that was unbeknownst to him a Russian and also unbeknownst to him an FBI informant uh, back in May of 2016. And, of course, the uh, New York Times and the Washington Post ran to press with this, saying yet another uh, Russian contact comes to light, never mind the fact that yet another FBI informant was attempting to frame the Trump administration. That that You had to go way, way down into the story to uh, find out that, in fact, this Russian was an FBI informant. Here's what Roger Stone had to say about this, uh, this whole affair.
6: Mr. Caputo, a longtime associate of mine, asked me to meet with a gentleman by the name of Henry Greenberg. Turns out that that's not his real name uh, because he had information that he said he wanted to pass on to the Trump campaign. I met with Mr. Greenberg, who has now been revealed to be a longtime FBI informant, uh... and he told me he wanted two million dollars for unspecified information needless to say i declined uh, said i didn't have two million dollars and even if i did i wouldn't use it to buy political information he laughed and said well it's not your money i want it's donald trump's i said you really don't understand donald trump doesn't pay for political information i have reported this meeting now that mr caputo has refreshed my memory to the House Intelligence Committee it was a 20-minute exchange uh, even Mr. Greenberg in the Washington Post confirms that there was no transaction and that I declined now knowing Mr. Greenberg's extensive background as an FBI informant uh, it is pretty clear to me that this was a sting operation of some kind an attempt to uh, penetrate the Trump effort and perhaps compromise Donald Trump himself turned out to be so innocuous that I didn't recall it, but I have uh, given my entire recollection now to the House Intelligence Committee we'll and also care. to the Inspector General.
1: So the fact that, um, that Caputo and Stone uh, didn't testify uh, to this at their initial uh, um, interviews with the House and Senate Intelligence Committees is problematic. Uh, but they were asked whether they had had con- contact with Russians, and I'm not sure that they knew that this Henry Greenberg was a Russian. Uh, you would think that he would have to have uh, some sort of foreign accent, but not necessarily. Uh, he spent a lot of time in the United States, and maybe he was uh, disguising his um, you know, his accent. Uh, but yet another FBI sting operation was conducted on the Trump campaign, and one wonders, before this was all over, how deep is all of this going to go? Well, before we want to uh, before we go, we have to touch on the fact that the uh, Dow Jones Industrial Average had a major course correction yesterday, fell three hundred and seventy five points, and basically gave up all of the gains that uh, we had from this year. And all of this is being attributed to the fact that uh, this trade dispute between China and uh, and the United States is heating up as the president. Tries to use uh, America's political leverage as a major economy to force some reforms on these uh, the, the Chinese trading partners and get them to stop stealing our intellectual property and and uh, and our uh, technology. Here's Gordon Chang appeared on uh, Fox Business Channel talking about what in fact China has been doing all this time.
3: I think they absolutely are because we now do have, as you point out, Pete a trade outlaw at the center of global commerce. They've been gaming the system, and they actually are threatening the the entire World Trade Organization global architecture. Problem is, you know, the Chinese have been stealing intellectual property from the United States, somewhere between 225 to $600 billion a year. They're leaving the Trump administration, no choice. Yes, no one likes tariffs, no one likes trade friction, no one likes industrial policy, but in, in an innovation economy, if you can't protect innovation, we don't have an economy.
1: So China, in a trade war with the United States, cannot go toe to toe with the United States. We have about a uh, anywhere between a three hundred and fifty and five hundred billion dollar trade deficit with them every year. So we really have all of the um, cards in our hand. I say all the cards uh, in a direct trade war. They've got some uh, some you know cards to play uh, as well, interfering with uh, the president's attempt. To denuclearize the uh, Korean Peninsula is one that I can think of, but um, you know the, the the globalists are utterly melting down. They they are perfectly happy with the existing regime, trade regime that uh, fleeces Americans' uh, jobs and wealth for the benefit of China and Europe and uh, Mexico and Canada, and uh, and they are pushing back as hard as they can against this president who is. Uh, keeping his campaign promise uh, to put America first. Uh, I want to leave you with a, a recording from Pat Buchanan talking about these terrible trade practices that we've uh, engaged in for these many decades.
0: Look, I was a free trader, but take a look at the consequences of this doctrine, this policy we have all believed in, conservatives, from not, certainly from 1960 when I was entered the movement. And I've been out here, and I'm taking a look at these consequences, and it is creating a disaster. And I said, if you go with NAFTA and GATT and the World Trade Organization and take this nation with the highest standard of living in the world, the highest wages, the toughest regulations on manufacturing, and you drop it into a pool where there's about a billion foreign workers who will work for one-tenth of it, you will lose every manufacturing job in the United States. In the last decade, the Bush two decade, the United States lost 55,000 factories and 6 million manufacturing jobs, one of every three we had in the United States of America. And that's what gets me a little agitated about seeing these Republicans, all of them out there, free trade Republicans saying we've got to get manufacturing back. They all voted for NAFTA. They all voted for GATT. They all went with the World Trade Organization. They all went with MFN for China. And look at last year alone. The Chinese, we sold $100 billion worth of products to the Chinese, a lot of it raw materials and stuff, and they sold us $400 billion, they $300 billion trade surplus, and they're taking that money and they're moving all over the world and buying resources up. They are practicing what our forefathers practiced in the 19th century, and we're acting like the British, the Cobdenites and all the rest of that crowd in the British Empire who blew it in the second half of the 19th century by practicing free trade while the Americans dumped products into their markets and protected our own with a tariff. At one point we produced 42% of all the world produced in manufactures. Americans built of the war- machines of war, I think half of all the machines of war used on both sides in World War II. My view is very simple. If it can be made here, It should be made here. I don't believe in global free trade, putting Americans making 30 or 20 bucks an hour into competition with folks making two bucks an hour.
1: So the globalists, basically, they offshored our jobs and our our production capacity uh, after World War II to Europe in order to rebuild them. That still exists today, and the globalists are trying desperately to, to maintain that situation. They offshored our textile industries and, and much of the mill jobs that, uh, that supported rural America to the third world in order to, uh, to you know, to try to industrialize those developing nations. Cost uh, untold amount of uh, suffering in, in the heartland. They offshored um, electronics to Japan because they could build them cheaper there. And now they've, uh, they've offshored everything else to China for cheap labor. And created out of a communist dictatorship, a military and industrial and economic superpower. And now that Trump is trying to correct this, it's nothing but constant attacks from the globalists. We have really got to uh, stand behind this America First president, and uh, and hope that uh, there's somebody behind him that will um, that will keep these America First policies in place. Well, that takes us to the end of this edition. Hope you'll join us back here again tomorrow night on the Talk America Radio Network.
2: When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is... Hmm, What's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit amazon.com slash hyundai, or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details.
0: This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question.